Welcome to episode 12 of the Prep Files podcast. Today, we are going to talk about navigating your way through the Christmas period while in prep. Amy, how are you going? I'm well, and I can't believe that Christmas is only four weeks away. I know, right? Where's the year gone? It has come around so fast, especially for guys who are now post-comp and ones that are in comp going towards season A. It's coming around so fast and it's just going to fly into next year. I know my little countdown timer on my phone, I swear it gets, I swear I looked at it and it was like 24 weeks and now it's only 19 weeks away for me. No, I think 20 weeks, 19 or 20 weeks away for me. So yeah, it's it definitely, just, it comes around quick. And this is obviously like we spoke about many times before how, you know, when you, you build out your timeline, you really just don't have that much time at all. Four weeks till Christmas, 18, 19 weeks until season A starts. It's all, yeah, by the time Christmas comes around, you know, you've only, you're nearly at 12 weeks, really. Yeah, you're on the second half of your prep, and I think that's when things start to kick in as well. You start to get a little bit more of those prep feels, especially as you're getting leaner, and the show gets closer. So Christmas is conveniently really on the second half of your prep. For some people, it's a big celebration. Other people, not so much. So I think it's a good episode we will really dive in today the different ways that we navigate around Christmas and the ways that we have implemented for our clients as well. And I know that this is definitely a big reason why a lot of people don't do season A is because they don't want to have to navigate through Christmas. Well, the funny thing is a lot of season A competitors are generally first-timers, which to me seems funny because as a first-time competitor, dieting over Christmas is hard. Why would you want to do that for your first diet? That's a challenge. I know, right? It's like, here, compete for the first time. And for your first test, we're going to rinse you right through Christmas and diet and you're going to watch everybody eat. But on a serious note, when we are talking about Christmas and just the, the plethora of food that generally is situated around Christmas, and we're not just talking about Christmas Day. I mean, you're looking at people who will have Christmas party after Christmas party upon this, upon that. I feel like that's going to be the hardest thing to navigate and probably alcohol is where I feel like from a personal level, you're most likely going to do the most damage. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think alcohol, well, I don't know anyone who is drinking alcohol throughout their prep. A lot of people, especially coming into the pointy end of their competition prep, you know, socializing does become a little bit harder trying to avoid, and you don't have to avoid those social events. I think that's a good thing to just make sure that you are still going out with friends and family. You're not just isolating yourself and sitting at home while all these events are happening. There are ways that you can go to events and still enjoy yourself, even if the alcohol and the food is surrounding you. I think events become more of like a social and catching up with people opposed to just drinking yourself silly. Yeah, absolutely. And it's definitely important to make sure that you aren't isolating yourself because it can be quite depressing. I, for one, had that realisation, I think it was last week, the week before, um, I haven't seen a couple of my mates because they love to get around food and drink. And, you know, I was like, wow, man, I'm just staying home. I'm like, you know what? I will come to the bar and I will drink Coke Zero and I will watch you guys get absolute shit-faced and then I'll laugh for you. But, I mean, for me in particular, like from a personal level, like alcohol isn't an issue for me. I'm, I'm really easy to sit back and, and not – I'm a food lover. I'm a big – I'm a foodie. I think if you're a big alcohol lover, prep probably isn't for you. There might be a few – things that you need to tweak before you think about going through a comp prep. Maybe start with dry July 1st. <laughs> Get through a month and then see if you can do 20 weeks. Yeah, absolutely. So 
Amy, what do you what would be the first step for you with your clients for season A coming into this? And I mean, does the conversation start now when we're four weeks out, or have you already had this conversation with your clients? This is something that should definitely be a conversation with your coach at the beginning before you even think about starting a comp prep. This doesn't just go for Christmas, it goes for holidays as well. Because if you're even looking at doing a season B and you've got a big four-week holiday trip booked in the middle of it, this is a conversation that needs to be had with your coach. Well, what have you got going on in your life right now? Is it really relevant to start a comp prep? You know, I've got one client that really wanted to compete, but he might be doing a six-week trip to Europe and that's just not convenient in the middle of a comp prep. It's just not possible. So it's a conversation that needs to be had at the start and we really need to lay out the expectations for you over this Christmas period because some people celebrate Christmas in a way that it's a massive a family event. It goes over three or four days while others have a smaller Christmas and it's quite easy to navigate and it's not real an issue for them. So having that conversation at the start and what your Christmas looks like to you is a very important conversation. Exactly right. Having that conversation from from even when you set your timeline in place and discuss dates. I know from for every every one of my season A competitors, we've had the discussion and we worked it into our timeline. And a lot of them started their dieting phase early, just so we could be ready and ahead, basically. So we do have a couple of diet breaks out on that Christmas week. I know for me for myself, I my week will revolve a lot around food. So I am planning on being ahead. And having a, a diet break that week, when I say diet break, it means I'm not, obviously, you're not off your food completely. You're not not tracking. It's just food's a little bit higher. So you've got a little bit more leeway to have some extra fun foods and just sort of let your hair down a little bit while still tracking and staying within certain parameters. So what have you used for your current competitors now? I know you've got a few competitors competing in season A. Have you used different approaches with them all or are they very similar? The first thing that I did with them was basically I sat down and when we discussed the time and I said, okay, tell me what your Christmas is like. And I, it was like, well, is it Christmas day? And is it just Christmas day? And if it is Christmas day, do you do just lunch or do you do lunch and dinner? Are you here? Are you there? Is it boxing day? Is it et cetera? I mean, I've got one client who it was like, I don't really do anything Christmas day. We have a big Christmas Eve. I was like, okay, well, you, you can start your diet break literally two days beforehand and you're going to start your seven days from the Saturday because Christmas falls on a Monday this year. So you're going to start from Saturday or Sunday and you're going to go from the seven days from there and then you kick back in again. That's your diet break. For me, myself, mine starts on Christmas Day uh, and I've got a couple others where they have a diet break pretty much starting Christmas week and they'll have two higher days, Christmas Day and Boxing Day or Christmas Eve and Christmas Day is the, is the general consensus. And then the rest of the days will be slightly below maintenance just to make up for. It sounds like you've sort of gone for either a week-long break, depending where they are in their timeline, or a couple of high days around Christmas, depending on their celebrations. Pretty much. And I've made sure everyone has started their dieting phase early to make sure that they are ahead by Christmas to allow for, let's say, for instance, they do put on a kilo. What? Sorry. They will put on a kilo that week. It is highly likely. They'll put it anywhere between one to one and a half kilos, depending on the size of the person, because of the amount of carbohydrates they're going to increase during that week. If they put on extra, I mean, it's highly unlikely they're going to put on any more than 
But so they're not going to eat 14,000 calories and put on two kilos a week above maintenance. No, and a lot of that will be flushed off once they go back into their dieting phase. Exactly. You know, they have two high days. They'll have a few, maybe some processed foods, et cetera, some fun foods. They might look a bit fluffy for a couple of days because they're holding a bit more water, a bit of extra sodium, and it'll start to wash off as it comes down um, as well. And you'll start to get a real gauge towards the back end of that week or the first week when they start dieting again, just how much sort of damage is done. And look, at the end of the day, that's a conversation you need to have as well where I've said to my clients, like, okay, we're going to push a little bit harder at the start of your prep in order to earn that diet break because diet breaks aren't just given. This is the thing, right? You need to be able to earn them and they need to be you know, substantial in terms of you need to have dieted a substantial amount in order to, to deserve them. So we've gone a little bit aggressive with most people um, at the start in order to warrant that diet break and sort of give back to the system at the same time. It sort of goes into our, I suppose, next topic as well, saying that it depends on where you are in your prep. So you've made your competitors start dieting early, so they have warranted a diet break. Now, if you didn't start early and you're not ahead in your timeline, do you get a break over Christmas? I mean, that's a conversation you're going to have to have with your coach. I mean, do you get one just for the sake of one? It's comp prep, really. Hey, look, it depends how you want your comp prep to be, right? And this is the thing. So if you're not ahead and you want to have, let's say, two high days, fine, have two high days. But you better fucking push your diet. You might have to go aggressive again. It's like, okay, you're going to have two high days and then you're going to drop your calories by 40% for you know, another three weeks. Yeah, and that's where that conversation with your coach needs to happen because yes comp prep is very strict and it can be quite aggressive but it needs to come down with what do you value more because comp prep there's no real room to just give high days whenever you want like the stage date isn't going anywhere if you're behind your schedule you're not on track then do you really warrant a high day well maybe not but if Christmas is of value to you, then that conversation needs to be had with your coach at the start and say, look, you know, Christmas is an important time of the year for me. I have family, I have kids. I want this freedom. And that then is up to you and the coach to come up with a plan to make that work. And if you're not ahead of your schedule or you haven't been compliant, then don't be upset if that diet break doesn't happen just because it is Christmas. And it's also a matter of fact of choosing choosing your show really as, at the same time. You might look and go, okay, let's say first show is April 7, uh, and you might go, well, I I need Christmas. Christmas is a family time, et cetera, et cetera. And it might be a conversation where your coach goes, well, if you do have that week off, you're going to need maybe a week or two to get back on track. So therefore, your first date might not be until the NBA show on May 12th. You've got an extra four weeks so you can have Christmas. But it means you're going to be dieting for another four weeks. Like this is the trade-off. And this is where that conversation as well is saying, you can push that show out to season B if you really need to. Like the stage isn't going anywhere. So if Christmas is really as important and you're not ahead of your schedule and you don't have the room to warrant a diet break, maybe pushing that show day out isn't a bad thing. It gets to a point where, I mean, some people might have that diet break during Christmas and they might not be able to wind it back because they can't because they're going to have those highly palatable foods that are going to they might send them off the rails and that diet is just gone so it might be a fact where you're going to diet up until christmas and then you're going to see the maintenance for six to eight to twelve weeks and then do season b 
So you're in a better position. You know, you might use Christmas as a marker where you have your pre-prep fat loss and then you go into a build or a maintenance phase and then you go and you start dieting for season B as well. Yeah, if you've been dieting for 12 to 13, 14 weeks prior to Christmas, I'm going to say that your fatigue is starting to kick in and your food focus is starting to ramp up. So if Christmas is going to bring on those binges or it's going to bring on not being able to stay on track then is it really worth going through that comp prep and putting yourself in that position i know i'm always food focused so it doesn't matter whether i'm 12 weeks in or 24 weeks in well we our job revolves around food so we can't get away from it we talk food with our clients all day every day while trying not to think about our own food i know i know we've got the whole place on tony's chocolate everybody have you tried tony's chocolate Actually, you know what? Send us a message if you like Tony's chocolate. I'm just going to put it out there. Why not? Send us a message on Instagram. Yeah, see see if you're on team you or team me because I'm not a chocolate fan. You're not chocolate. Team Tony's, actually, let's put a, we're going to put a poll up on our Instagram. Are you team Tony's? Or ice cream? No, no, no. Are you chocolate or ice cream? I'm both. You can't do that. No, you've got to pick one. Then I'm ice cream. That's just, you just, no, no, but you just. Ice cream all the way. Uh, Well, anyways, uh, I'm going to vote twice. No. I have multiple Instagram accounts. I'm going to vote twice. So, but we've digressed completely. This is where you are going to have that discussion and you may have to face the facts where you may come off your diet during Christmas because, you know, you've had those high days and you've just been too food focused and it's just been the, the, the floodgates have opened, unfortunately. And, you know, that's something that you're going to have to sort of come to terms with. By the end of the day, comp prep is a challenge, but your health does come first. So if that comp prep is putting you in a place where it's going to have future health problems, then it's not worth it. Just push your show date out, get yourself into a better mindset and go again. There's no, the stage isn't going anywhere. You can always compete. You're always going to look better with time. So if you feel as though you're not in the place or the right mindset to be going through a comp prep. Don't feel like you're letting your coach down. Don't feel like you can't push that date back because that's always an option. And as coaches, we're there at the end of the day to bring your best physique and the best condition you've ever been in. And if that's at the stake of your health, then even for us, it's not worth it. And the same rule goes with holidays. I mean, I've had clients you know, that have gone on holidays mid-prep and it's like, oh, but I can prep. It's like, man, just, just go away. Enjoy your trip. And, you know, obviously, look, I've got one competitor who's reverse dieting in Bali at the moment. And to be fair, she's doing a pretty good job. She's been sending me food, uh, pictures of her food, or it's on her Instagram, and she's been doing a pretty good job. So I have to admit. And that goes for people coming out of season B now and going into the Christmas period. You should be well and truly through your recovery phase. You should be at least by Christmas, at least six weeks post-show your food should be at least at maintenance, if not higher, and your food focus should be lowered compared to where it was six weeks ago. So you should be coming into the Christmas period feeling a little bit better. You have a little bit more room to move. It, again, it's not a time to go crazy because you are still in a state, depending on how lean you had to get, your body's still in a state to really put on as much body fat as possible so even though christmas is around the corner and your food is high you still need to be mindful of what you are consuming and just not going balls to the wall and having all the food and everything that you want well that's it right by this time you you should be six to eight weeks out so you should have actually put on probably the majority of body fat 
that you're going to put on or you, that you needed to put on, um, whether that be, you know, 10% or 15% um, above your stage weight, uh, you, you probably, I mean, you would have put on probably the first five kilos in, in the first couple of weeks, to be fair, by the time you're taking undigested food and, uh, you know, food sitting in your gut and, you know, glycogen, et cetera, et cetera. You probably would have put, you know, half of it on the first couple of weeks and then gradually put a bit more on by now. So six to eight weeks post-show, by the time Christmas comes around, Look, you're not going to be feeling yourself or better or 100% better, but you should be in a better state than you were. And you should be in no means trying to diet going into Christmas if you're post-comp, as well as you should not be punishing yourself if you do eat a bit above and a bit, you know, you let yourself loose upon Christmas. Don't go smashing the cardio or doing extra volume the next day. Or bending yourself up. Enjoy yourself. And actually use it. You, know, you might come out a bit leaner because you're probably not working. You're probably not, obviously, like this is talking to the majority of people. Yes, the, we know you, there's the outlier shift workers, but you're probably not working. You're probably sleeping more. You know, you're having a laugh. You're, you're around with friends. Cortisol's low. You're just going to be absolutely relaxed and just in a better state. So you might actually come out of Christmas leaner. Obviously, if you don't go drinking six bottles of wine, then you've got another issue. but And if you just had a prep and you're having six bottles of wine, I think you might be sent to the hospital. Yeah. That's another because thing. chances are you haven't been drinking for the last six months and six bottles of wine, yeah, that's going to hit you hard. There's probably not much else really you can say. Sit down with your coach, plan it beforehand. I think it's good to touch base now with your coach four weeks out and just reevaluating the plan that you have in place. And if you are on track and if you do warrant, still warrant that diet break or those couple of high days, and what your plan of attack is. And even little things like making sure that your, let's say Christmas lunch, you're getting your protein in first. So you're not hungry. Making sure you have a meal before you go to lunch. So you're not going there absolutely starving. Actually, that's one mistake that people make very often is that they think, oh, I've got Christmas lunch. I've got Christmas dinner. I just won't have breakfast or I won't have lunch. I'll just have a big dinner. No, do not go into these events hungry. If you're food focused, and you're hungry going to an event where there's endless supply of sweets, food, everything you can name and think of, the last thing you want to do is go into it hungry. I guarantee you the meal size that you will have will be twice the size as what you would have had if you had had a good breakfast, got your protein in, and you weren't going there with your stomach going absolutely off its head. You know what, to be fair, that's probably how the last thing that we've got, let's say you do a dinner Christmas Eve, get all your food in that you would normally get in, and have it as close, you know, have your last meal as close to that dinner as possible so you're not going hungry. Christmas Day, wake up, have your normal breakfast, have as many meals as you normally would leading up to that time. Let's say your, your Christmas lunch is at 2 o'clock, like mine will probably be. I will probably have, th- I'll still have three meals before that. And try and hit your protein target before you have those meals. That's another good tip is get as much protein in as you can before you go because it's going to keep you full and then at least you've hit your protein for the day. And protein takes a lot more to break down to carbs and fats. And I guarantee you on those Christmas Day meals, they're tasty, they're delicious, they're going to have more carbs, they're going to have more fats. So at least if you can hit your protein target prior before going into that Christmas dinner, you know you've got at least that target covered. And increasing protein does have the benefit effect of increasing that thermogenic effect of eating, which at the same time increases your caloric output, which means you're not going to take in as many as you've been digesting. So that's probably the best advice that we can give you. Amy, 
tell us where everybody can find you and also where everyone can find our podcast. So you can find me on Instagram at Amy Dorrell and you can also find us on Instagram at the Prep Files Podcast. I will link both of those below as well. Now, just quickly for our next episode, I am going to mention whoever left that question, that wonderful question, we are going to do it next one, but we wanted to put out this special Christmas edition before Christmas came around. If you have any more questions, we have a question box on our Instagram page. Also, you can find me at coach underscore Felino on Instagram. Find us both down at 381 Swan Street, Richmond, Victoria, Australia at Enterprise Fitness, where we spend the most of our days. Until next time, I'll speak to you soon. Bye, guys.